What's up, Aliens? It's Big Al. Welcome to another Dumb Sports Empire. A lot going on. We've got a Masters champion. We've got um, college basketball national champions. We got a little UFC fight. got a little baseball. Um, a lot going on. Not going to have just one big topic for this week's episode. I'm just going to touch on a bunch of little things. Um, just wanted to get my thoughts out there. I know it's kind of late to drop a podcast. I'm sorry. I usually have them on Monday morning, but um, had some technical difficulty last night. I had to update my computer last night, and it took like an hour and a half. I usually don't podcast till after I put my kids to sleep, so it was already like 9.30 when the update was done. I was like, yeah, fuck this. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do a podcast. But I'll get you a, a Monday afternoon podcast for the people. <clears throat> Better late than never. Um, let's just jump right into the Masters. I watched a shitload of Masters this weekend. Congrats to John Rahm. Um, on the third day, he rose again from the dead. John Rahm, of course, also Jesus, same day. Um, happy anniversary, happy birthday, Jesus. John Rahm is your Masters champion. Brooks Kepka didn't have the biggest choke job of all time. Jordan Spieth's choke job was pretty bad. I think Jordan Spieth blew like nine stroke leader, eight stroke leader, something like that. But And it was on like the back nine. But Brooks, he had a four stroke lead, ends up losing by four strokes. I believe there was a little weather. They had to play the second half of the third round and the fourth round all in the same day. I think Brooks and John Rahm played 30 holes, I want to say. Um, it was an entertaining Masters just because he had bad weather. You had, um, oh, shit, what was it? I just lost my train of thought. You had the bad weather. You had Tiger get hurt. You had um, trees falling. You had Brooks blowing a lead. John Rahm playing insane on the fourth day. Really, really entertaining master. So, um, like I said, Tiger Woods got hurt. Of course, he's going to be the story of like any tournament he plays in from here on out. But I think we've seen the last of Tiger Woods. And I don't say that like, good, he's gone. I say it like, damn, that really... This shit keeps happening. I mean, he keeps trying to play. He'll either miss a cut. He should have missed the cut on this one. The cut was at plus two for a while. And then last minute, it got moved to plus three. Um, so Tiger barely makes it a plus three. So he's been like missing cuts when he does. And then when, um, when he makes a cut, I feel like he has pulled out of injury. I can't, there was a recent time he, he made a cut and pulled out because of an injury. I don't know. I don't think it was the masters last year. I think he finished the masters last year. Was that the last tournament he played in? I don't know, man. It sucks. I don't want to see him go, but Tyler Tiger's 46. He got a shitload of injury problems. And now you got even like Phil Mickelson is 52. He's six years older than Tiger. And he had an insane fourth day. I'll get to more on Phil Mickelson later. But just an absolutely unreal ending for Tiger. I mean, the weather took a shit. And then you see him swing. And you see him hobble off. And it's like, how many more times are we going to watch him do this? Like, it's it's always awesome that he goes to these tournaments and he's competing it's fun to watch him on Thursday, Friday, but then Saturday comes around and he's either not there or he's getting hurt. At some point, you just got to call it. I mean, we don't want to let go of Tiger. We we want to see him show up at the majors and we want to see him. I know he wants that 18th major super bad. I think he's one behind Nicholas. I'm not sure, but I think we've seen the last of Tiger Woods. I mean, meaningful golf. The 2019 Masters was insane when he won. Um, I, I think we've seen the last of Tiger, and I say that with sadness in my voice. Because he's been such an inspiration to so many people to start golfing. And now golf, I feel like, has gotten so much bigger. And he helped start that revolution. But Brooks choked. 
Tyler's hurt or Tiger Tiger is hurt. You've got um Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> this shit was so funny. So Bryson DeChambeau missed the cut. And I always hated Bryson. I feel like he's just a, a douchey weirdo. Um, but I've got a stat for us. A couple years ago, Bryson was talking about Augusta. And I think he was talking shit about the course or something. But he said Augusta should be a par 67. It's currently a par 72. He said it should be a 67 the way it plays. And since then, in 2020, he shot... Um, all these are terrible. 70, 74, 69, 73. Um, the next year he got, why doesn't these have totals? But, um, he was, he's been 19 strokes over par at his last four masters. Ever since saying it should be a 67, he's 19 strokes over the 72 par that he was kind of shitting on. And then if his par were actually 67, it would be 69 strokes over par. So Bryson, ever since he talked shit about Augusta, Augusta has taken its its revenge on him. And he is definitely cursed from talking shit about Augusta. There's no way. There's absolutely no way that you can't tell me it's not. I mean, Bryson, he's not the best. I think he's won one major. I think he won the, the Players' Championship a couple years ago. But he sucks. I hate him. I hate the golf-related let's just do i was going to save this list for the end but let's just do five masters facts that i kind of learned this weekend i know you're supposed to do like leading up you're supposed to do masters facts but i'm going to do post masters facts so i've got five masters facts for you um oh shit i only wrote down four of them i'm gonna see if i can think of a fifth one as we go but here's five masters facts for you to close off augusta close off john rom's insane run we've got the pro shop makes $1 million an hour. So if you don't know the pro shop at Augusta, they don't sell it online. They don't sell it anywhere else. The only place you can get this master's merch, the the green hat, the polos, the lawn chairs with no arms that you have to have on the course, um, all this shit, they don't sell it anywhere. The yellow flags, people buy the yellow flags. They only sell it at the pro shop during this master's week. So that pro shop makes $1 million an hour during Masters Week, which is fucking bonkers. It's an insane amount of merch being sold, but people have to be in a lottery, I think, to get tickets. I think it's only like 10% of people that put their name in for tickets get tickets every year. So you have to be in the lottery. The tickets aren't that expensive. They're only like 450 bucks, but you have to win them in the lottery. If not, the resale value is up to like $5,000 on like StubHub and Seat geek and stuff like that but if i ever go i am gonna drop a fucking bag in the pro shop i need a, a green hat with a little yellow um, united states on it i need a yellow flag i need polos i need all this shit like it, i would go ape shit in the pro shop of the masters a million dollars an hour the masters augusta national golf club makes zero dollars on tv deals i think i kind of knew this before but going in they don't they don't have big contracts with CBS and ESPN. Those are the two networks to do the masters. They don't have big contracts with them. They do one year deals with them and they do it for $0 because they want control of how the, the masters is broadcast. So um, they don't make any money on TV deals, but they get to control exactly how it's shot. They get to control the graphics. They control all that stuff. So it's kind of cool. You're not going to see those graphics anywhere else. You think the masters like the, the little score bug they put up when people um, 
when it shows their score or whatever, hole by hole, you don't see that anywhere else. That's, that's the masters only. So they make $0 on TV deals, but they make a shitload of money on the pro shop. And then they make a shitload of money, snacks, beer, stuff like that. Admission. So they're making money. They're just leaving. I think I saw somewhere they're leaving $250 million on the table by not having a TV deal and by not, um, selling their merch at all times. And what else? I think that's it, but that they could be making $250 million more. Um, then you can get a snack box. That's my third fact. You can get a snack box. Um, I don't know if you guys are into it as I am, but pimento cheese sandwich, that sounds incredible. That's supposed to be like their legendary thing. Um, you can buy that pimento cheese spread. And if you get the snack boxes like chips, cookies, pimento cheese, they're supposed to have a really good egg salad sandwich. They sell all that shit for dirt cheap too. I think the pimento cheese sandwich is only $1.50. Bag of chips is like a dollar. Um, they make everything super cheap. I think a beer is only like five bucks. So that's kind of cool that they do stuff like that. The admission's cheap if you win the lottery system. I think it's like 450 bucks for the whole week. And then um, the snacks inside are really good. But then they get you on the merch. The merch is, I think I saw shirts for going for like 100 bucks. They have the rules where you can't have an armrest on your lawn chair. So they sell these green armchairs with no armrests. And people buy those. People buy shirts. People buy hats. A shitload of stuff. So you can get the master snack box and I'm probably going to be getting it next year. Cause that sounds fucking incredible. I want the egg salad and the pimento and cheese. I think they do the pork too, the pork sandwich. So you can actually get the snacks from the masters. Masters fact number four, Phil Mickelson was the oldest person to ever finish in the top five. He shot a 65 on Sunday. He was playing with Jordan Smith, who Spieth, who shot a 66, an incredible pairing. They stormed back. 65 on the last day is freaking awesome. Um, and he was, he was still four strokes off the lead, but Phil Mickelson still got it. Great day for Liv. Yeah, Brooks and Phil Mickelson finished tied for second. Um, I think Patrick Reed was top five too. So this is the first tournament where Liv and PGA were kind of co-mingled. Um, it's pretty sweet. I think having all the golfers for these major tournaments is going to be cool. Um, like I said, I, I like Brooks. I wish he would have won. I like, um, who else do I like in live? I like Phil Mickelson. I like Dustin Johnson. Um, who's the one from Full Swing that's not really good? Ian Poulter. I mean, he's he's kind of a cool personality. Um, it's going to be cool seeing those guys at the majors. Um, so Phil, Phil Mickelson was the oldest person ever to finish in the top five. He's 52 years old, and he looks a thousand times better than Tiger Woods. So Phil Mickelson, well done to you. I thought of my my fifth Masters fact while I was talking. Um, the Masters, or not the Masters, Augusta National Golf Club only has 300 members. Um, let me look up who some of the famous ones are. I'm members at Augusta. Condoleezza Rice was there. She's one of the members of Augusta. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's more famous people than you'd think. Um, what's stupid? Membership. 300 members. They didn't even start letting women in for until like four years ago too. But here, let me read off some of the, the members of Augusta National Golf Club. Warren Buffett, CEO of Berkshire Hathaway. Um, Peter Coors, founding, uh, former chairman and CEO of Coors Brewing Company. David Farr, chairman of Emerson Electric. Bill Gates, Roger Goodell. <laughs> okay, Roger Goodell. 
Pat Hayden, Lou Holtz, um, Rob Manfred, Peyton Manning, uh, Jack Nicholas, Condoleezza Rice is the one. She was there all week. Um, I think she was one of the first women to get um, installed as a member because they weren't allowing members to be women for a while. Um, Dwight Eisenhower when he was alive, Arnold Palmer. Um, I think that's it. The chairman. I don't recognize any of the chairman. But yeah, crazy stuff. They only have 300 members. For It feels like a, a tiny number for how prestigious and i mean it keeps it exclusive you got names like condoleezza rice you got major ceos of companies peyton manning um it's kind of cool so they only have 300 members but that's it no more masters talk till next year it was a good tournament um the trees fell <laughs> i think that's the last thing i gotta say so the the wind knocked over i think three pine trees all next to each other they probably knocked each other over but um this one guy like was standing in between two trees when they fell and he almost got absolutely flattened. I think everyone was perfectly fine. I think the trees missed everybody, but you have to seize the the opportunity when you're at the masters, you got to stick your foot under one of those trees. You got to make that shit happen for yourself. You have free golf for life at the Augusta country club or Augusta national. These guys dropped the bag on that one for sure. All right. Masters over with. Let's get into some football. So in the midst of everything happening yesterday with um, the Masters, you've got Odell Beckham signing with the Ravens. So they won't pay Lamar Jackson, but they'll sign Odell Beckham. $15 million signing bonus, $18 million total contract. Um, kind of funny, but um, it's like when your boss like makes your job a little easier instead of just giving you the raise that you would have done a better job with he goes and hires someone to help make your job easier you could have just given me the money and things would have been fine but lamar jackson and him were facetiming so it looks like lamar jackson's still going to be there i guess he's excited to play with odell but odell's been dog shit for like four years he was good when he was healthy in the super bowl and leading up to that for the rams he was never good in cleveland he wasn't good his last year with the giants i mean it's been a while since odell's been i guess good but we'll see Something I wrote down, the, the Ravens have never had a wide receiver go to the Pro Bowl, which is fucking bonkers. The fact that, I mean, Steve Smith, I guess that's the only good receiver they've had. Anquan Bolden, maybe. Um, never had a receiver go to the Pro Bowl. I don't know where I saw that, but I saw it on the internet, so it's got to be true. I don't think this should be scary for Steelers fans or Browns fans or Bengals fans. I don't think it's a real issue. Lamar Jackson's still not a great passer. He has Odell. He has Mark Andrews. Big whoop. They're still going to try to run the shit out of the ball. Um, I'm not really worried. I don't think anyone's ever really worried about the Ravens passing all over them. Um, could possibly be Tyler Huntley throwing him the ball, depending on what they want to do with Lamar. Supposedly he requested a trade on March 2nd, and nothing's come of that since. So no one wants to pay him. Probably going to end up back with the Ravens just because no one wants him. Speaking of no one wanting him, what the fuck happened with Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers came out a month ago, it seems like, and said on McAfee's show that he intended to play for the Jets. The two sides just need to figure it out. It was past him. It was more on the teams now. 
it's been like a month. Like <laughs> the Jets have have been stalled in free agency because they can't do anything. The Packers don't seem to have anything really going for them. What's going on with Aaron Rodgers? He just he's been radio silent. The teams have been radio silent. Could he be a Jet? Could he be a Packer? Could he be somewhere else? He might be a Raven next year. Who fucking knows? That would be wild too. Can't imagine Aaron Rodgers on the Ravens. That'd be sick. Not for me, but. I think it'd be sick in general. Purple and purple and black on Aaron, Aaron uh, Rodgers be the ultimate like villain colors. Purple and black. I think it'd be tight. Let's talk a little baseball. Baseball's going on. We've got a weekend. The Angels are five and four, so we're looking at taking the taking home the World Series this year. Um, <laughs> the the Angels affiliate Rocket City Trash Pandas threw a no hitter. Impressive, right? They lost seven to five. So I need to pull up the chain of events that happened here. Um, trash pandas, no hitter. <laughs> I saw it in a video. So it was a a walk. One guy hit like four batters. <laughs> Fucking insane. Is there? Okay, so Chattanooga Lookouts is who they were playing. So here's a string of events, how it happened. So... Um, it was a walk, a walk, F4, shit, I don't know, baseball. Fucking A, what's an F4? I know an error, but what's an F? Jesus, I'm so out of touch with baseball, this is bad. But walk, walk, F4, walk, strikeout, walk, error, eight. I think that's, um, the center fielder dropped a fly ball with like the bases loaded. So like three runs scored on that. Hit by pitch, hit by pitch, walk, um, wild pitch hit by pitch and a strikeout so they literally got no hits but with all these walks an error and um (laughs) three hit by pitches one no four hit by pitches i think one pitcher did all four hit by pitches i don't know how he didn't get tossed usually in the majors if you hit a second guy um you get tossed but (laughs) the rocket city trash pandas lost a game seven to five without giving up a single hit so a no-no is a no-no. You threw a no-hitter. Great job. But to lose a game 7-5, to five, I've heard of no-hitters where um, teams end up losing 1-0 to zero or 2-1 to one or something like that. But seven runs is fucking absurd. So congratulations. The Angels are dog shit from top to bottom, except for Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. I'll never say anything bad about them. Uh, what else? The Phillies. The Philadelphia Phillies unveiled a National League championship ring they lost the world series last year to the astros they did win the national league so i guess they made themselves a ring for that you can't hang a banner for anything under a championship you can you can put up a banner for division championships you can put up a banner for world series championships but when you start oh we won the national league we we ring ourselves and shit like that that is pathetic that's big loser energy right there you don't want that big loser energy you take your l and move on it's like the the Mets five years ago, six years ago, when they ended spring training by celebrating a World Series title, like literally celebrating on the field. <laughs> Such horseshit. Like you can't do stuff like that. Just big loser energy coming from the National League East. Just don't give yourself a ring for anything other than than a World Series. That's just embarrassing. Just fat loser energy right there. Um what else do I got? A couple little things from the weekend. UFC 287 was really good. I didn't watch it. 
Um, I watched highlights afterwards like a loser. But Israel Adesanya won, and <laughs> he mocked Alex Pereira's son, which is fucking awesome. It's hilarious. I guess five years ago, Adesanya got beat by Alex Pereira. I think Alex Pereira's beaten him three times. Like It was like two in kickboxing and one in MMA. Um, so Pereira beats him a couple five years ago, something like that. His son, which is about five years old, um, they're about to do like the hands up for the winner and Alex Pereira's son mocks Adesanya by like falling over like he, how he got knocked out in the, in the battle, in the match. But, um, he did it like right next to Adesanya too, which was aggressive. It was like a five-year-old boy and Adesanya said, um, I'm going to kick your ass since your daddy won or something like that. It's hilarious. But then, um, after this fight, Adesanya wins, knocks out Alex Pereira, finds his son crying in the stands, points at him, and then he does the collapse where he watched his daddy get knocked out, which has to be fucking traumatizing <laughs> to watch your dad get knocked out and then to see someone run up to you and freaking just mock you like that. And he's probably like a 10-year-old, 11-year-old kid too. So I think it's hilarious. I think it's good for, for MMA when you're calling out people's kids. It's really fun stuff. And then uh, George Masvidal... He retired. He's been doing it for a long time. If you don't know, he was like fighting in like the the Kimbo Slice fights. I don't think he fought Kimbo Slice, or maybe he did. But back when YouTube was just getting its getting its um, momentum, I remember everyone was always watching the stupid Kimbo Slice fights. George Masvidal was part of that. I was in like elementary school or middle school when all that was happening. So shout out to Masvidal. He retired. Um, I think that's it. I don't know what else is happening in UFC. I should have watched the fights. I'm sorry. That's on me. UConn wins the men's national championship. I picked them to win. To be honest, it was the third, the third bracket I made. So I won the, the bracket challenge I was in. Congrats to me. But I think my first one, I picked UCLA to win. My second one, I picked Tennessee to win. And then my fourth one, I was like fucking around, picking a bunch of upsets. And then I had UConn winning it. So I think that, what was it? Ken Palm statistics still holds true it was like the 10 teams that led the league in offensive efficiency and the 10 teams that led the or 20 teams that led in defensive efficiency all winners have come from that like pool of teams and UConn was in that pool of teams I think UConn was in there UCLA was in there um, Tennessee was in there so pick your bracket from that guy's that guy's theory and then LSU beats Iowa thank god fuck Iowa but Jill Biden, our first lady, invited LSU and Iowa to both come to the White House. People are saying this is like really sexist and really um, because they they would never do it for for men. First of all, they would never invite the Astros and the Phillies to come to the White House the next year. They would never invite the Kansas City Chiefs and the Eagles to come to the White House next year. But I think just because they're they're saying, oh, it was a great tournament, great job, women. There were, like, Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark were, like, two legends. They're trying to get them there. People are saying it's political because Iowa um, Iowa does the Democratic uh, caucus, whatever it is, the Iowa caucus. Um, I'm not going to pretend to know politics, but people are saying it's, it's pol- uh, political. People are saying it's sexist, all this stuff. They're inviting both women's there, like, participation trophy energy, like, Philadelphia Phillies energy. I say fuck Iowa. Don't let them go to the White House. Don't let them celebrate anything. You lost. First loser. Second place. Well done, Caitlin Clark. You couldn't finish. That's all I got, guys. I will end this podcast. I'll end 
all podcasts by Trashing Iowa. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you guys. Um, what do we got coming up? I'm going to put together my um, first round mock draft. Me and the boys will have our mock draft done. We'll do that. We'll do basketball playoffs. I'll probably get into the basketball playoffs. The Bucks are the number one seed. So um, time to start talking shit again. Excited for that. Excited for basketball playoffs. That's what I really get into basketball. I think I watch some on Christmas Day when there's no football on. And then every once in a while towards the end of the season, after after football, after March Madness, now it's, it's nitty-gritty. Time to get in the playoffs. So um, look for that. Look for mock draft. NFL free agency as things come up. Um, I don't know if I'll be into baseball. I was in the World Baseball Classic, but I don't know if I'll be into baseball. Depends on how the Angels do, I guess. But thanks for listening, guys. Love always. Remember, Iowa sucks. <laughs>